Vandeham Shrigaroshiatafalikamalam Shrigarun Vaishnavams Chasri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatan Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Taitanya Devam Shiradha Krishna Pada Sahagana Lalita Shivishakam Vitamscha This is a very impressive room, Prabhupada's room here. I think Prabhupada didn't personally come here, is it? No, that place was... He came to Zurich. Yeah, he passed by, but uh, the center was in Geneva at that time. The center was in Geneva. And Prabhupada, he he passed through or he stopped? He did some preaching or any program here? No problem. He stopped and what did he do here? He was on the way to St. Moritz. Oh, right, yeah. He just stopped in the station, was it? Yeah. Something like that. He came through. Anyway, it's Zurich is purified by Prabhupada having come here. Can I come a little closer? Because my voice is not very strong. It used to be strong, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, uh, Prabhupada came here. That's purified. Zurich, it's a holy place. And so many books have been distributed. Actually, all over Switzerland, so many books. In Zurich itself, many books have been distributed. Well, yeah. yeah, I guess it would have to be, considering so many books have been distributed in this country. And it's the population is what? It's only f- four million, something like that? Seven. Seven million, yes. yeah. Not, yeah. Not much. I just came from Slovenia, which is, I think, about two million, at least. These little countries, they're like... And living in India, it's like, you know, they're, they're... Let me see, there are six cities in India with a population more than Switzerland. <laughs> so, at least six, maybe maybe seven. Maybe, I'm not sure, I'm at about probably... Yeah, maybe it's seven. Ahmedabad, yeah, Ahmedabad must be seven. Yeah, seven cities. Then. So, anyway, uh, there are more books being distributed here in this, in Switzerland than any of those cities, I think. Bombay, they distribute a lot of books, from, especially from the Jewish Center. But uh, in Bombay itself, a lot of books have been distributed, right in Bombay City. But their parties also go out. Difficult to say. Anyway, it's a holy place because of Prabhupada's books being distributed here. Harinam, it's you are all being here. The deity is being worshipped here. Uh, yeah, this is a very impressive room. Obviously, it's not as big as some of Prabhupada's quarters and darshan rooms in other places, like in Bhaktivedanta Manor. There's a very nice room in Juhu, Bombay. Even actually, Prabhupada's darshan room in Vrindavan, it's not much bigger than this. It looks very impressive, this woodwork. I guess in Switzerland, everything should be first class, right? Even more than Germany. <laughs> <laughs> What's that book? Die Kunst zu Leben. Something, the Something of Life. What's that? 
And the art of living. The art of living means to punch someone. <laughs> it's, a picture, it's a picture of Krishna killing Kangsa on the cover. Yes, but I know that it's like... A, That's like for Kung Fu fans or something. <laughs> Maybe you distribute that to skinheads or what? <laughs> the art of living. The picture should give an idea what's in the book. You should just go around punching, throwing people on the floor and punching them out. <laughs> It's an unusual picture to choose for the cover of a book. Yeah. <laughs> What's the topic? Um, it's just like a summary of some of the Krishna from Krishna books, some stories from Krishna books inside. Okay. It's a it's a small anthology. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Devotee told me once they, they were distributing back to Godhead, and on the cover was a picture of. Uh, Balaram on the killing, uh, which demon was it? Pralambasura. And Balaram's white, and Pralambasura was depicted as a very black body. And he was, this devotee was white bodied, and he was distributing in Detroit in the black area of oh. <laughs> You have to keep careful which kind of covers you choose for the books. <laughs> Anyway, I'm sure, you know, like the skinheads will like it, uh, football fans. You don't have any football hooligans in Switzerland, do you? Uh, too civilized for that. In Germany, I think they have them. I remember I was in Germany once, there was a bunch of football hooligans. Anyway, my country, I think, England, them, that's the, uh, that's the homeland of football hooliganism, isn't it? <laughs> Krishna, Krishna. Difficult to distribute books to football fans, isn't it? Have you ever tried distributing books to football fans? You ever tried that? They're usually, I don't know, they're usually not the best candidates. Actually, some years ago, it was on Jan Mashtami, just this time, I was in Helsinki. We went out on Harinam, and there was a whole gang of football fans from Northern Ireland that there was some international match Finland versus Northern Ireland but they were they were very f favorable to us they saw us just singing Hare Krishna with us and actually some of them spoke to me they were very they like us very much actually somehow or other so you never know even the football fans can become devotees So what are we supposed to be talking about? Ramachandra. Oh, one one thing. This uh, this yantra. What what kind of yantra is that? Any idea? Um, there is one uh, congregational devotee. Yeah. Madan Mohan. So he's like um, making his livelihood by this vastu. Yeah. Like, Counseling people how to. So and he he was like kind of offering his service to the people, doing some. Adjustment and yeah. some energy. Do you know which which yantra this is? Um, no. no. Yantras are meant for bestowing auspiciousness and removing inauspiciousness. But when Prabhupada's here, <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Prabhupada can give auspiciousness to the yantra, not vice versa. <laughs> it's uh, that, that's why I say you never see this in. No one in, actually I never even heard the word Vastu until after Prabhupada left. It was it's an it's become popular recently. Even in India. It's it wasn't I, I never heard of Vastu until recently in India. Recently means in the last fifteen years or something. 
in India was also, maybe in South India some people were doing it, but it, it's become, I think, it, maybe it's because it's come from the West, Feng Shui, and, and I don't know exactly, but definitely Prabhupada, he wasn't promoting these things. I mean, I'm not saying that you can't have it, it is something, it's, of, it's like Ayurveda and astrology, it's there in the Vedic culture, but it's not really our thing. It's not the thing that, you know, it's the International Society for promoting, knocking out windows and putting them somewhere else. So that's what they do in India. The last two guy comes and he says, you have to knock this window out and move it there. And then they spend 20,000 rupees. And it doesn't make any difference, except that someone got 20,000 rupees and the Vastu man got something also. <laughs> so, you chant Hare Krishna. All auspiciousness will be there. Although temples, when they're... On, Houses, when they're built, they're traditionally built in consideration of all these things. So, it can be utilized also. But the main thing for giving auspiciousness and driving out inauspiciousness is just chant Hare Krishna. That's, that's it. That will drive out millions of inauspicious influences just by having kirtan having a God, strong, pure atmosphere. And it's the same thing. Actually, you wanted me to speak about Brahmachari life? Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's, like I said, there's not really that much to say. I mean, I put everything in that book, but but if you have to all the time preach that Brahmachari, you know, you have to be a Brahmachari, if it's like a, such a struggle, then you're not Brahmachari. <laughs> Brahmachari life means blissful. Uh, of course, there's the, there's the famous mind also, <laughs> which uh, always preaches to us. So we may need some other preaching also. But otherwise, Brahmachai life means chant Hare Krishna and be happy. That's all. We're here, we have a purpose. Read these books. If we read these books, Brahmachai, Brahmachai means a student, so we should study a lot and study Prabhupada's books assiduously, very carefully. And uh, the inspiration and the guidance we get from that, then uh, automatic, all inspiration will come by studying Prabhupada's books. You all came from reading Prabhupada's books, is it? How did you come to this International Society for Krishna Consciousness? You read Prabhupada's books? Yourself? Yes. Yeah. Yourself? Yeah. So uh, it's a decision that you made. It's a big decision to uh, become a brahmachari and an ashram of the Hare Krishna movement. It's There's no doubt about it. It's a major change in everything you do and everything that we think, our whole outlook. Uh, it's not everybody's going to do it. Uh, so far we didn't find many people doing it, but... Having made that decision, we should always consider, well, why, did, why did I come here? Uh, consider it in a positive way, that I came here to... Because on reading these books, that I understood that life is meant not for eating, sleeping, mating and defending, but for understanding who are we, who is supreme, what is our relation with the Supreme Lord. What is reality? What is truth? Atato Brahma Jignasa. Now that we have attained this human life, we should inquire into the nature of reality. 
So we should always remember that. And we can look around us and see life may appear to be easier or better, but it's not, which is why you already realize that, right? Which is why you're here. The whole material world, even in Switzerland, is miserable. It's, uh, it's Switzerland, it's supposed to be like, you know, here's Switzerland. Like Europe, there are so many countries, but Switzerland is supposed to be so prestigious. There's so much money here. Probably, there must definitely be more money here, or gold than per capita than any other country in the world, even if it doesn't belong to Swiss people. But uh, it's stashed away here. So uh, yeah, this is. People think themselves sophisticated. They're sophisticated sausage eaters and beer drinkers, right? They're very sophisticated. Eat their sausages. What do they call it here in German? Sausage? Version. 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 I, I can't say. No need, I guess. I guess I can get through life without knowing the German word for sausage. I could survive in this world. Yeah, but there, there's this uh, feeling that we're very cultured and very sophisticated and very intelligent and very prosperous, but it's miserable. It, whatever words I just said, you can just take the antonym of every one and that will be the actual <laughs> description. Cultured? What culture? What, what culture is there in eating sausages? sophisticated yeah it's superficial that's the point everything is superficial in this material world and Krishna consciousness is reality and we have to strive for that reality that's all that's our life understand this is real Krishna is real this this world is not has not come into being simply by chance out of nothing as we are supposed to believe. There was nothing, and by chance, we're all sitting here today. It's nonsense. And then you and then there you get uh, the people who believe in God, and mostly, I mean, we may not say this outside, but this Christianity, Islam, it's also... I mean, the basic principle that there's a God, okay, but otherwise it's... Very ignorant. And you can see that because they're also eating sausages. If you know God, then why are you eating sausages? Or even if you're a you know health food fanatic or something, if you don't if you don't know Bhagavad Tattva Vigyanam, if we don't have the knowledge of Krishna consciousness, then so many strange ideas. This uh Switzerland, this uh Calvinism is it? It's still strong. That was that was Calvin was in Geneva, wasn't it? Was it? I'm not sure. Bern, maybe. I think not in Zurich. You don't know the history of Switzerland, the religious hit history. No, it was Geneva, wasn't it? That Calvin was there. So hardcore Protestant, anti-pope, but pro-pope or anti-pope. They have no spiritual knowledge. Even people who believe in God, they don't know. They don't know, and they, mostly they don't want to know. It's just that He's there, and He blesses us, and 
That's all. That's about as far as it goes. So this is the first time in the history of the, this day of, of this cycle, this Kali Yoga, that real knowledge is being given. These books are any any line we can open anywhere. For him who has conquered the mind, the mind is the best of friends. But for one who has failed to do so, his mind will remain the greatest enemy. Wherever we open Prabhupada's books, we'll find in there knowledge. It's not only superior to anything that we'll find in the whole of the Western culture, civilization, literature, but they never even imagine such things. They, they don't even have any concept. The mind is your friend or your enemy. They think they are the mind. They don't, they don't realize that the mind is to be controlled. They're, this psychology, it's very big in the modern age. That's another one. There's some, some devotees are into Vastu, some are into Ayurveda, some are into astrology, some are into psychology. That's a big one. But the whole of Western psychology, uh, they don't have any idea. They, their whole idea is just that we have to adjust the mind so we can be a well-adjusted mudha and go on with the world and, uh, be polite and nice and uh, not throw people on the ground and punch them. Krishna does that. Um, and just adjust to this material world. It, in other words, how to be a well-behaved madman. That's psychology. <laughs> because the whole world is mad. atmatatvam is, is Rishabdi's instructions that as long as we don't inquire into the nature of the soul and nature of reality, then all our endeavors are simply end in defeat. It's, it's uh, living a very sophisticated life and then, then you become a cat or a dog. Or... So uh, they think that just to be adjusted to the world, but the, the Vedic concept or the Bhagavad Gita psychology is to understand that, first thing to understand, we don't belong here at all, and if we think that we belong here, then we're insane. I was just reading this morning that Prabhupada so many times gave that example, that uh, there was a case in, in, a, in court, Prabhupada was aware of, there's an actual case where a man, he pleaded, uh, it was a murder case, and he pleaded innocent on the grounds of insanity. So then the, uh, whatever it was, I don't think they had psychologists in India at that time. But anyway, someone was called to inspect him. And he said, the, the inspector told the judge, yes, he's insane, but I've, throughout my life I've been judging, I've been examining so many people, as far as I can see, they're all insane. So if you want, you can release him on the grounds of insanity. But as far as I can see, everyone's insane. So, so Bhagavad Gita's psychology is to recognize that, that the uncontrolled mind is the only enemy in this world. And it's not the, the point is not to adjust our mind to this world, but to uh, purify the intelligence so that we stop trying to adjust to this world and adjust ourselves to Krishna, to be the servant of Krishna. The very endeavor to enjoy this world is the cause of all our problems. And they call psychology being well-adjusted so that you can go on with a life of sense gratification. Isn't it madness? 
the madman Freud, he was the founder, acharya of this psychotherapy. He's a, a madman, you know, this, this uh, Oedipus complex, his idea. Madman, you know, you know that is, he has this idea that every, every man is sexually attracted to his mother. Just crazy. Yesterday I was speaking with uh, one devotee. He's a doctor and his wife, she's also a doctor. It's Murari Gotta. So he told me when they were, they met in medical school. So he told me there was, when they were studying together for their exams, they would just laugh. They, they, they weren't even devotees at that time, but they just thought it was crazy. This man is so influential in the world. Freud, his influence is so great in the world. This whole sexual revolution, was the idea you should just enjoy yourself and then... Uh, not Freud, one of his main ideas is that we shouldn't have any taboos on sexual acts. Just, if it feels good, do it. In other words, be an animal. Um... <laughs> And uh, he's been very influential. The sexual revolution was largely based on that. Just enjoy. Why Why bother with all this marriage, this, that, and the other? And if any kids come along, well, you can always abort them. And uh, have fun. And he's so influential. He's just a crazy man. So read Prabhupada's books. Because we're all... Uh, contaminated by by all these mad ideas that we've imbibed, not only imbibed, has been rammed into us since before we are born, even in the womb, while your mother's watching television, you're getting all that nonsense in the consciousness. So, yeah, read Prabhupada's books and keep steady in that. We have a great mission. We believe Prabhupada's books also, if we don't read them, and then uh, then we start to think that well, maybe the material world's a nice place. <laughs> Prabhupada said he, he he was shown once he was shown a copy of Time magazine. Do you get that in German also? Time magazine, or oh, you have your own? What is it? There, there's famous German magazines. Yeah, there are a few of them. They're, they're even. I've heard of them. There was some case of what Hitler's diaries were sold to one of them. They found Hitler's diaries. This was what, 20 years ago. One man found Hitler's diaries and he sold them for like a million Deutschmarks or something to one of these magazines. And then they found it was a forgery. <laughs> it was being serialized in one of these magazines. So, uh, yeah, Prabhupada, he saw this Time magazine. It's the biggest selling magazine in the world, I think, or, or inter an international magazine. And it's basically an American propaganda tool. And not just for America, but for the whole modern way of life. Prabhupada looked at it a little bit and he said, Our devotees, they shouldn't read this because it, it makes the material world seem real. If you read this, you, you start to think it's real. And sometimes you can tell, actually... Um, one devotee mentioned to me once, he said, you can tell what someone's been reading by what, what their class they give. Some people give, this morning is a lecture from the morning newspaper. And, uh, but even the attitudes, you see in our, in our movement, devotees have different attitudes. 
I was told in uh, in Alachua, maybe you've heard of that, there's a big community of devotees in Alachua in America, that some devotees, they're strong Democrat supporters and some are strong Republican supporters. And why are they supporting either of them? It means they're reading the newspaper. Otherwise, if you read Prabhupada's books, why do <laughs> Democrat meat-eater and cow slaughterer or Republican cow slaughterer? There was a nice article in Back to Godhead some years ago, Suresh Prabhupada. He, he was living on the farm and he wrote an article. He had a discussion with the cows which who he should who he should vote for. And the cows said, don't vote for any of them. They're all... A vote, vote for them if they'll stop killing us. <laughs> so uh, I sent him that article actually just before the last election or two elections ago. I, I sent him that article as a reminder and he said, oh, I was going to vote. Good thing you reminded me. <laughs> not to, Because in one purport, Prabhupada writes that devotees, they should not vote for people unless they're going to stop cow slaughter. They should not vote for cow slaughterers. It's right there in Prabhupada's books. So, yeah, if you if we don't read this, all the time we're getting something coming into our mind, isn't it? Someone's saying something to us, or we, we read something. If we're not reading, we're going to be reading the newspaper, or hearing something, this, that, but Prabhupada's books are our standard. So if we don't hear that, then we'll hear other things and it seems in our movement today, a lot of devotees are reading a lot of other things, and they, they they're more interested in 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 if they come in someone's house and they say, "Well, you have to move this here and move that there," instead of telling them, "You have to chant Hare Krishna," <laughs> and then everything will be okay. They tell them, "Well, you move this here, move that there, and <laughs> cover up this, fill in this window, put some bricks, and move the window over there, and then everything will be okay." Instead of telling them to chant Hare Krishna. Or they say, well, uh, actually, it's you're going through your Rahu period, but never mind, I'll give you some gem. <laughs> Tell them to chant Hare Krishna! But they they become caught up in a whole different way of thinking. And it's Vedic. Or some of them are not Vedic, like psychology or you know, vote Republican or whatever. So, at least as brahmacharis, come here and be a brahmachari. Don't be a vebichari. <laughs> Vyabhichari means uh, lumpat. What's that called? Debauchi. Sex mangal. <laughs> it literally means mangcheyo vyabhicharena bhakti means without being diverted to anything else. And vyabhichari means someone who is diverted to everything else. It literally means a degraded person. So be a brahmachari, atato brahma jignasa, inquire about the absolute truth. That should be the goal of all our works. Kamasya nindriya priti. Uh, what is that? Yavaj, what is that? Kamasya nindriya priti. Labhu jiveta yavata. Narta, what's wrong? I'm not a brahmachari. I can't remember my verses. Where is that? Get the first canto of Bhagavatam. You should... It's an important verse. It doesn't have to be in English, in any language. Mm. Ka- it's only a German one. Yeah, it's all right. Kama sya nindya pritiya 
Lapo Jiva Ah is the important point. It's all important. Jivasya Tatva Jignasa Narto Yaschith Narto Yascheha Karma Bihi. Life should Life should not be lived for fulfilling desires for sense gratification. Having got this human form of life. We should live only for the sake of inquiring into reality. Tattva Nothing else should be the goal of our works. Kamasya nindriya priti labho jiveta yavata jivasya tattva jignasa. This is the essential line. Life is meant for inquiring into the nature of reality. Naruto yascheha karma bihi. Nothing else should be the goal of our works. So Hare Krishna. Any questions? Read by you have that Brahmachari book. You can read that. Do you have any copies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you want, you can read that. Read Prabhupada's books. Any questions about all this or anything else? I don't know anything about Vastos. So I'm not asking about that. But I think it's a you know Prabhupada. He wouldn't be impressed by this. I think you should. Be. At least in Prabhupada's room. I mean, someone to do some service like that. But mm. Prabhupada wasn't a great fan of these things. If it's a Sri Yantra, then you can have a picture of Sri, Radha Rani, Radha Krishna together. That's what Prabhupada liked on the wall. There should be nice pictures, nice paintings. Yeah. Had a question. Um, to the point that we should not read um, newspapers and something like that. For example. Um, okay, I'll I'll qualify my statement. Oh. It's not that it's totally banned, oh. but it's not that we s- spend our lives in the newspaper. It's it's also important if as we are preaching in the world to have some idea what's going on in it, but we don't have to. And spend three hours at reading the whole newspaper. I generally look, look at the headlines daily, not every, almost every day. And then I look to see if there's something which may be of interest for preaching or for. I've been looking at the uh, the. There's some big storm coming up on the east coast of America. I'm supposed to fly there in a couple of two three days, so my flight might be cancelled if there's a hurricane. So like that. This kind of thing. I, you can look to see. Many years ago, this was, must have been 76 or 77, I was in our temple in London. I was talking to a guest and he mentioned some name. And I said, who? And he mentioned the name again. I said, who? And he said, the Prime Minister. I didn't know the name of the Prime Minister of England. And he must have thought I was pretty stupid. And I mean, it was in England. I'm born in England, raised in England. And I didn't, I, I was so out of touch that I didn't even know the name of the prime minister. So, yeah, and actually, that was my fault. I should have known that much. If you're living in a country 
and you don't know the name of the some it's the name that everyone will know so what's the name of the leader here of course there are seven leaders there's like a oh you don't have one leader here it's seven seven leaders well you can't be expected probably most people don't know one seven there's no clear leader huh? I mean, maybe in Slovenia or something. But in England, seeing as it's an important country in the world and the Prime Minister of England is an internationally known figure and if you're living in the country and you don't know his name. So that's just an example. We shouldn't be so out of touch with the world that we don't know even some basic things that are going on in it. can be useful for preaching also to uh, to know some some details. Uh, it depends who you're preaching among. I mean, apart from world news, which is always changing, there's in, in India we meet a lot of people who are really they're really enamored by science. So if you have some kind of background knowledge of science, there could be. I, I find it's useful. I mean, I, I don't know very much, but I can speak with people in such a way that they think I know more than I do. Yeah, like that. Just like they think science is all uh, definitive, but then we can tell them, well, by definition, for the last 90 years or so, there you have Heisenberg's uncertainty principle and quantum physics, which is, it's all based on uh, uncertainty and, and non-definitiveness. And uh, for instance, just, you know, just a small thing like that. So, does that answer your, uh, I preempted your question. But the basis of our study has to be Prabhupada's books. And if we're fixed in that, then according to our capacity and according to our need for preaching, we can study so many other things. I mean, Suhodra Swami, he, he was like a walking encyclopedia of practically everything that, that went on in the world and all kinds of ancient and modern, especially philosophy. He was very, uh, very well learned in so many things. But he was at the same time, he was very much fixed in Prabhupada's understanding, the Vedic understanding. But like I say, according to capacity and need, not everyone has his capacity. Yeah, anything else? Yeah. Raj, in the beginning you mentioned that Zurich was a very big place in the past. A lot of preaching was going on, but basically. Yeah. So, as you can see, we're a new generation. They're not Jai. Jai. <laughs> uh, may I ask you for some, some inspiration to re-establish a strong Brahmacharya Ashram? Well, it's very inspiring to see all of you here, right now. I'm inspired. It's not so common in Europe to have any brahmacharis. In fact, in some places it's like almost not wanted. So good. Stay. Stay brahmachari. Build it up. Good. So you go out on Harinam regularly, is it? This your books. Yeah, good. 
if you if you are brahmacharis, if you're actually brahmacharis, that means you should be blissful. You can't artificially be blissful, but that will attract others to come also. So, Jai Hare Krishna. I'll finish this.